Hello everyone and Hello. welcome back to Chronic Pain and Paranoia. It's been a hot hot minute. A little. <laughs> We've had really drawn out long long tech issues that we could not figure out until like right now. Mm-hmm. It's just the two of us and we don't know what we're doing. Yeah and it was a really dumb little issue mm-hmm. that turned out to be simple but like it was also hard to figure out. Yeah. Just like very specific. Anyway, but we're back and we have a new mic. So hopefully it sounds better, but also you're gonna really hear me be like out of breath and like us moving around. You're definitely gonna hear me shuffling and you're gonna realize how much I shuffle. Yeah. Hopefully you don't hear my legs sticking to the couch. Or my like when I rub my nose because it's itchy. Or Um, because I talk with my hands, (laughs) you won't be able to hear me motioning. We're not even that close to the mic, like, at all. It's just actually decent. I think that's where a majority of our issues came from. Yes. Anyway, um, I'm glad we're back. I'm mm-hmm. really excited. I really missed it. Um, we're also coming back with a new format of how we're going to do these. Emily, do you want to go into that a little bit? So, basically, each week we're going to have a different, like, word for topic, and Each of us will come up with a different story and we'll share it that way. It'll either be true crime or supernatural, but it's not going to be, like, one week specifically true crime, one week specifically supernatural. It'll just turn out how it turns out. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about it. And, like, that way, if maybe you guys aren't super into one or the other, you can pick and choose what story you want to listen to. Mm -hmm. So, hopefully, you guys like that. So this week, the word I chose is unhinged. (laughs) Yes. I thought it was a really good one to start off with. I've also been listening to Reddit podcasts, and that's a popular theme for Reddit, Mm -hmm. Um, which is very good for Reddit, because those are crazy. We love a good Reddit. Oh, yeah. Maybe we'll do a Reddit episode someday. There'll be plenty of Reddit episodes, don't you worry. (laughs) (laughs) We love Reddit in this household. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, Emily. How would you rate your pain today? Today, pain-wise, I'm actually doing okay. Yesterday I had a migraine, but today I just want to feel like a little snug bug in a rug. Meaning, I just want to go to bed because I'm tired. Yeah, I get that. I actually... I was doing pretty bad last night. Oh, my voice. I was doing pretty bad last night. But this morning, I was doing better. During the day, I was doing better. And then right before I got here... I started doing bad, and I was like, oh, no. Because pain knows when you're, when you're going somewhere. It, it knows what it you're knows. up to. It's like, you want to have fun? Too bad. Here's your migraine. Yeah. So, like, a lot of my pain is, like, in my very, very lower back recently. Like, the last mm-hmm. several months. Like, right behind my uterus. And, um, so today, it feels like I have one of those little syrup taps in my spine. Oh. Like, you put into trees. Yeah. Just on your back. Yeah. And there's no juice coming out. Nope. It's dry. <laughs> and there's just pressure. Ugh. And, like, points of pain. Yeah. It's pretty cool. That's cool. You should get a heating pad on that. Yeah. That's <laughs> probably what I'm going to do when I get home. Mm-hmm. But I thought of that on the way here because I was like, what does this feel like? Like, it feels like something very specific. Anyway. Nice. So we're going to go ahead and get our disclaimer out of the way before we start. This podcast contains sensitive material such as violence, murder, paranormal activity, and other adult topics, so listener discretion is advised. 
While we do research all of our episodes, we are just two Emilys with a microphone and a passion for all things spooky. Take it with a grain of salt. All of our sources will be linked in the show notes. If you're lucky. (laughs) Yeah. I'll make sure I mention mine. I'll mention mine too. Okay, who should go first? I think mine's gonna be short. We'll go with yours first. Okay. Then. Um, so this was like on the website I sent you as um an example mm-hmm. of what I meant by unhinged. Because you were like, <laughs> what does that even mean? I was like, they're all a little unhinged. How unhinged yeah. are we going? Which like is valid because like if like you murder people You're unhinged. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> This story is about Robert Leons. So our friend Robert Leons will not be attending an Avril Lavigne show for decades after after a DuPage County jury convicted him of murdering his mother because she wouldn't arrange tickets for him for one of the pop stars concerts. You're joking me. No. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So... I'll get to, like, what he was charged with and stuff in a minute. I mean, I like Avril Lavigne, too, but not that much. Yeah. Like, she's pretty cool, but, like, maybe calm down. Mm-hmm. Um, even though Leon's was an adult, <laughs> Bullock, that's his mom's last name. I don't know her first name. That's okay. Which is kind of sad. Um, anyway. So she tried to help her troubled son, who has struggled with serious psychological and anger problems since he was a teen. Go figure. Um, Her efforts included allowing Leons to move back in with her barely a year before she was slain because he needed a place to live, though she resisted pushing him to seek more help for his problems. So this is, a lot of this information is coming from his sister, by the way. Uh So she said she was a good mother. She did the best she could. Um, I believe that. Yeah. Like, she seems very, very sweet. Leon's threw into a fit of rage and attacked his 61-year-old mother on March 14, 2008, after she refused to call a friend to obtain Skybox tickets for him to to an upcoming, upcoming Adam, or not Adam, wow, Levine concert. Mm Mm-hmm. Leon uh, twice slammed Bullock across the head with a cognac bottle, then stabbed her nine times in the back after she fell to the kitchen floor. An attack so violent, the knife blade snapped off into her body. Another (laughs) knife he used in the sling bent because he struck the five-foot-two Bullock so powerfully. Anyway, Mm -hmm. so after that, he threw Drano and other household cleaning chemicals on her body to humiliate her. Oh. He specifically said that's why he did that. He's psycho. Literally. Like, yeah. And then after that, he went shopping. uh. He was arrested later that night at a Hooters restaurant. Oh my- Of course he's a Hooters guy. (laughs) Of course he's a Hooters guy. It literally all makes- all makes sense. Yep. It all adds up. So, I think this is from um, the courtroom, but the defendant was angry at his mother and he killed her, plain and simple. 
because she had the audacity to say no to him that day because he wanted those concert tickets. He acted out on that anger. So he was um, convicted of second degree, second degree murder. Oh, okay. So apparently his attorneys wanted him to be charged with second degree murder, which is less than first degree if any of you are confused, mm -hmm. um, because he has a history of bipolar disorder. And he didn't intend to kill his mother, but overreacted when she brandished a kitchen knife, as they argued. Because uh, they claim it's different than premeditated murder. Um, I mean, I, I guess, but also just because you're bipolar doesn't mean you're going to go around killing no, people. No, absolutely not. So, the jury was like, um, it's clear he wanted to kill his mom. Yeah. So... The Drano? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. He wasn't going for just to kill. He said, um, I'm gonna embarrass you. In quotations. Yeah, literally. Like, I don't... I feel so bad for that woman. So, a little bit more context. Um, he... Like I said, he's a history... Uh, ooh, a history of mental illness, specifically bipolar disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, and at this time that the murder happened, he had not been taking his medications. Okay. And his mom and him were having a, like, period of, like, arguments. Mm -hmm. Like, they weren't getting along. Um, uh, one of the people said, obviously, <laughs> when he's not medicated, bad things happen. Yeah. But, so, one of the main reasons they charged him, though, the way they did is, like, okay, what would happen if we eventually let him go? Mm -hmm. Like, clearly, this is not a stable person. He's not stable, and if he wasn't taking his meds, he would go on one of those crazes again. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know how, um, earlier he said that she brandished a kitchen knife? Mm-hmm. So here, this goes into a little more detail about what, like, actually happened. So, Leon said he snapped when he saw her pick up a kitchen knife. And he attacked her, um, bashing her head with a cognac bottle, bottle <laughs> before stabbing her nine times. Um, so she didn't brandish it. It I sounds figured. like he literally came home. And they got into an argument, and she was, like, maybe literally making lunch. That's what I figured it was, because, like, why would... She, she's had arguments with him before. Why would she be the one to be like, all right, kitchen, knife's, kitchen knife is coming out now? Yeah. 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 So, he, um, was eventually charged with 40 years in prison. And at this... Just 40 years? For, okay, but it serves to mention that... This, at the time of this attack, he was 38. I mean, I guess. So, when he gets out, if he gets out, um, he'll be very old. But, you know, old people are still dangerous. Yeah. But prosecutors originally wanted him to, um, serve a life sentence. He was eligible for a life sentence. And they wanted him to get, like, 65 years, but... Because of his mental illness, they were like, no, 
Which doesn't make much sense. No, but I mean, I guess, but not really. Because but also, other like, people... he was... He was a full, full, full adult who knew very well of his conditions and have had his conditions for a long time. He knew he should be taking his medication. Yeah. And also, just because you have bipolar disorder doesn't mean you go around killing people. No. Like, that's not a thing. I know there are plenty of people with bipolar disorders and... I personally know people with bipolar disorder. Me too. And they don't kill people. (laughs) They're... Yeah. And that's why he didn't get off on insanity because they're like no you brutally murdered someone so like if you can't get off because you're you know right from wrong yeah and he obviously did yeah um but yeah that's a lot of rage that's like a very bad rage killing yeah but she sounded like a really nice lady who was just trying to help her son out Mm -hmm. and he could not handle no for an avril living and I understand. Were like, you expecting this time? No. This case? I was not expecting Avril Lavigne in there. <laughs> no. Yeah. I did spend a bit on the sentencing, but I wanted you guys to know yeah, like that I, he did get put away. Like, I understand that people with bipolar disorder feel very intense emotions and go through that manic. Yeah. But even when people go through that manic, they just still kill people. Yeah. Like, it's... It's crazy. Like, bipolar disorder is, like, a really hard thing, but, Mm -hmm. you know, if you put actual work into it, you can be a functioning person. Mm -hmm. What a concept. Also, that, um, that Hooters. Oh, yeah. He frequented, because he would bring the hostess flowers, like, at least once a week. So, like, he was, like, creepy. Like, creepy, creepy. He was, like... And that's what they were arguing about before he brought up the concert tickets. Him going to Hooters all the time? Yeah, because she's like, can you not? Like, you're being weird. Okay, at least she mentioned it. Oh my goodness. Right? She's like, you have to stop. Like, you can't be spending your money on flowers and you can't be bothering these girls. Don't be bothering And he's like, um, can you call your friend and get me Skybox tickets? It wasn't even, like, regular tickets, it was Skybox tickets. And she was like, um, no. (laughs) What? Dude. Ew. I don't want to make light of this murder, but it's so ridiculous. We're not making light. Like, she has another daughter. Like... Yeah. I cannot even imagine the pain that she went through. And still going through. So it's like... Like, how brutal the murder was. Yeah. Like, the knife broke off into her. That's terrible. That is... so bad. Yeah. That's a terrible way to go. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyway. <laughs> anyway, so I'm not gonna give away what mine is. Okay. People listening might know it. You might not. I'm surprised at how little people know the story, but if you're in the right group of the internet, you've definitely heard of this before. Okay. Or have at least seen the Do photo. You th- Are you expecting I don't? I'm on the fence with you. Okay. I'm not sure with you. Okay. Because you know some weird things. I do. I do. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. I'm going to start it off. I'm First of all, I'm reading from HuffPost.com. Okay. Um, I forgot to mention my sources. My bad. It's okay. And it was written by... 
I don't know. But okay, that's fine. I'll tell you the title of the story at the end. Okay. Um, yeah. So, America has long been the land of fulfilling one's hopes and dreams. Or visions, as was the case of a German transplant... I don't know why that says transplant. By the name of Carl Tanzler. Okay. Is that name ringing any bells for you? I don't think so. Okay, I'll continue. I'm scared. Tanzler immigrated... <laughs> I don't want to make light of this one either. It happened a really long time ago. Okay. But, um, Tansler immigrated to Zephyrus, Florida. I'm not sure how to say that. Okay. Um, his, with his wife and two daughters accompanying him later. Only for him to leave his family soon after, he relocated to the Key West Island, was hired as an x-ray tech at the U.S. Marine Hospital, and went by the name of Carl von Kossel. Sometimes that count. So here's the thing about Carl. He claimed to be a doctor. He claims to know all these things and had so many different titles and was a count. He was none of those things. Oh my gosh. He was a radiologist. Okay. With radiation. Like, yeah. it still is, like, a big deal. Yeah, but that's a thing. Not a medical doctor. No. Um, one day in 1930, Tanzler's uneventful life was given new meaning. He was in the fifty. He was in his fifties at the time, when he set his eyes on his patient, um, a patient, not his patient, um, Maria Elena De Hoyos. Elena was sick with tuberculosis, and her mother brought her to the hospital to seek treatment. So at that time, tuberculosis was like a death sentence. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. So, um, as a child in Germany, Tanzer reported visions of an exotic beauty. His one true love revealed to him by an ancestral relative. Tanzer knew that this dark-haired 21-year-old Cuban-American was his true love in the flesh. So as soon as she walked through the door, he was like, her. No. She's the one that visits me in my dreams. No. Yeah. Despite Tanzer's lack of medical training and the disease's poor prognosis, he took it upon himself to court Elena with an assembly of diagnostic x-ray equipment brought to her parents' home um, curative concoctions, presents, jewelry, clothing, clothing, and he professed his undying love. Ew. Elena was like, get out, old man. You're literally yes. a 50-year-old white man. Yes. Um, but unfortunately, she did pass away from her illness on October 25th, 1931. Okay. The seemingly noble Tanzler paid for the funeral and built a mausoleum for Helen, for Helen, sorry, in Key West Cemetery. With the family's approval. He was like, I'll pay for everything. I'll pay for the funeral. I'll pay for, like, whatever. He was like, I've got this covered. Like, her medical bills and everything. All and right. they're like, okay. Um, here's where it takes a turn. <laughs> he spent almost every night visiting her tomb for the next year and a half. Oh my gosh. But soon, Tanzer's obsession with Elena turned bad. Ugh. He reported that her spirit would sing to him in Spanish as he sat at her tomb and began and begged him to take her away. Keep in mind, this woman did not really even know this man. Yeah. He professed like his love all. to her and she was like, no thanks fam, like, I'm, I'm dying. I actually might know what this is. Mm-hmm. Keep going though. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, it'll start, it'll start clicking soon. So, in April of 1933... A year and a half after she had already passed, 
Tansler secretly stole her decaying body and wheeled uh, it to his home. A literal body snatcher. And a toy wagon. <laughs> We're talking red flyer. No. Because he was the only one with the key to the mausoleum no. because he paid for everything. Ew. So he took it out the back. Where do white men find the audacity? This one specifically, I know, was not there all the way. Where did he get it? It was the love of his life. No, it wasn't. You think it stops there, but it doesn't. Oh my gosh. I know. (laughs) He became dedicated to preserving her corpse in unimaginable ways. He held her bones together with coat hangers and wires. Um... Okay, also, Macy, if you're listening, you should have popped out a while ago. I'm yeah. sorry. You yeah. need to leave now. Macy's Emily's sister. Get out. Um, yeah. Peace and love. He replaced, he placed glass eyes in her eye sockets because she was decaying and decayed. Yeah. Um. Like, this body's over a year old. Mm-hmm. That's a while. She's deep into putrefaction. Did they even embalm bodies in the 30s? Do you know? I think they did. It started around World War One. Okay. Um, the embalming doesn't last that long, though. No. Not that long. Which is why he was starting to replace parts of her with metal wires and um, silk cloth treated with wax and plaster. That's Paris. horrifying. He also stuffed rags into the abdominal cavity so she could keep her um, human form and not a... Yeah, like, it's just, like, yeah, a rib cage, basically. Yeah. The corpse was outfitted with a wig, made of oh her hair, gosh. of course. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And he would buy her things like clothing, jewelry, accessories, and the smell, you might ask. Wouldn't this body smell? Yeah. He used bottles and bottles and bottles of perfume to hide this odor. And it was also mixed with things like formaldehyde. Because she was decaying. Mm, that's such a good smell. Yep. Formaldehyde does not smell good. No. It is so strong and it's like cancer inducing, man. Can you man. imagine formaldehyde and bottles of cheap perfume? No, it already smells like a chemical. Like, you will get cancer from that. You probably can. So this is where it gets really gross. Tap out now if you haven't tapped out yet. <laughs> he spent days with the dead body. Like... Sometimes dancing with it, and it laid in his bed. He made her, like, a privacy curtain. This is a biohazard. Yeah. A privacy curtain, even though she was decaying. Oh, my gosh. And, like, why would she need privacy? You literally have been stuffing her full of rats. He's disrespected her in every single way. Mm Mm-hmm. Some even uh, think he practiced necrophilia because of what they found. I won't go into detail about that because it's disgusting and it's disgusting. It wouldn't be far off, though, from what we've heard. No, especially if you go into the details. And if you want to figure it out, you can, but I'm not going to say it here. Um, That's fine. So, like, after all of that, seven years he had this body. Oh my gosh. The disturbing rumors began to reach the family. Elena's sister confronted Tansler at his home, and to her horror discovered the preserved corpse in his possession. But yeah. here's the thing. Wait, her sister did? Mm-hmm. That's... Oh, my She gosh. thought it was a doll and not yes. her actual yes, sister. Yes, I've heard this. Yep. Oh, my gosh. 
So she... Oh my gosh. Yep. Yep. I told you it was unhinged. I'm spiraling. Even though I've heard it, like, it's just... It's that bad. It's wild every time. Uh, so she called the authorities, and Tanzer was arrested and detained for the crime of grave grave robbing. Okay. Everything from here is downhill. Yeah. Everything, like, you thought it was downhill, it keeps going. He was given a psychiatric evaluation and found mentally competent to stand trial. He was found <laughs> mentally competent. So he's just gross. Yes. Okay. According to reports, Carl claimed he planned to use an airship to fly his encased wife high into the stratosphere so that radiation from outer space could penetrate Elena's tissues and restore her to her original form. Even though there's pretty much nothing left of her original form. You think, as a radiologist, he would know that's not how radiation works? That's why I'm really confused. Like, why did they find him- Like, doesn't radiation literally destroy things? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, why did they find him mentally competent? Maybe after they he did that on things? purpose so they could charge him properly. But get this. Which I'm fine with. During the preliminary hearing, the case was dropped. Because why? the statute of limitations had been met. Oh my gosh, you're kidding. So he got out free. And it gets worse. Remember how I told you he had a wife and kids? No. At the very I beginning. Don't remember that. At the very beginning. Did they know? And she went back to him. Yeah, she knew. She knew and she said, I still love him. Because everyone at the time thought it was kind of endearing that he had this mm-hmm. doll. Which I'm like, endearing? Endearing? He's grave robbing and, um, you know, mutilating this corpse. White men really did what ever they wanted. I mean, they still do. People found it endearing. I'm disgusted. Let that silence stand there. (laughs) My silence is loud this episode. Yes, because I'm over here, like, spouting facts at you. I want everyone to know I've been pointing my finger at Emily for the last, And my mouth is just open. (laughs) The last 15 minutes, I've been pointing and shaking my hand, like, I'm just like a preacher at a pulpit. I'm just catching flies over here because I'm like, hello? (laughs) You're kidding. Um, so the corpse was examined by pathologists and physicians because of its unique state. It was placed on public display at the Dean Lopez funeral home. That is so disrespectful. So more than 6,000 people came to view the disturbing wax-like figures of the corpse. Did no one have hobbies? It's the 1930s. I guess, yeah. It's 1940s at this point. Like, World oh War II was going to begin soon. Like, and this man is out here making wax corpses. Oh my gosh. People make me so angry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm moving a lot right now. I apologize. No, it's okay. It, we're all moving a lot. <laughs> so, um, after the spectacle that was the viewing, Elena's corpse was eventually returned to the Key West Cemetery to an unmarked grave. Um, where she could rest in peace, so no one would know where she was okay. at. That's fair. Like, that's the best case scenario yeah. for her. So people wouldn't keep bothering her. So he wouldn't keep bothering him. He's a free man. That's true. Yeah. So, I, I hope he got drafted. He didn't. He's too old. He was in his that 50s. makes me so mad. He was in his 50s when he met her. And so, nine and a half years had gone by. He's in his 60s now, probably. Oh my gosh. 
Um, so you probably just heard me pull my hoodie, I, my yeah. hoodie strings and my <laughs> nails clacking because that made me so mad. Um, so as for Tansler, the rumored necrophiliac moved to Pasco County, Florida in 1944. He wrote an autobiography which was published in the public publication Fantasies Adventures, or Fantastic Adventures. His estranged wife supported him toward the end of his life, um, and he even received his U.S. citizenship around that time. Oh my gosh. Still enamored with Elena. This part's, um, speculation. It's not like a fact. Yeah. Tansler created a plaster cast, or death mask, of her face, which was part of a life-size sculpture created in his likeness. He died in 1952 and was found lying on the floor almost a month after his death, reportedly wrapped in the arms of the effigy. Uh, I'm glad he wasn't found for a month. Same. Peace and love. Actually, no. (laughs) I don't feel bad for this man whatsoever. No! I only feel bad for this girl and her poor family. The blatant disrespect that they had to endure. Yeah. I feel so bad, especially- Is it bad to say I feel like partly he didn't get as heavily criticized because she was a Cuban-American and he was a white man? Probably. Because, like, I mean, people are still racist today, but, like, racism back then was Was even worse. Like, so much worse. I don't know if she was, I don't know if she was, like, full or half or whatever, but either way, it was, like, uh. Like, you said she had dark hair. Yeah, she's she's pretty. Yeah. That makes me so upset. So when you said unhinged, that's immediately what I thought of. Yeah, that... I mean, she... <laughs> she do did you, it. Do you want to see the photos? Do you have pictures? I have photos. I always have photos. Okay, fine. Okay, here's the first one. Carl's, oh my gosh. Carl's on the left and um, that's what they found on the right. That... That doesn't look like a person anymore. This is what she looked like. Oh, she was so pretty. She was so cute, right? Yeah. That's so sad. Okay, but not to put it lightly, but was he the OG Florida man? That's what everyone calls him, the OG Florida man. (laughs) Like, he's the originator. Um, Also, here's what she looked like at the funeral home. It doesn't look like a body at all. No. That makes me so mad that they put her on display. Yeah. Like, I understand her being examined by pathologists and everything, because Mm -hmm. it is a very interesting case, and, like, you know, that's something we have to understand so we can hopefully prevent it. Yeah. But- Or, like, understand, because- But you know the family didn't, uh, request that, because they already had their funeral service for her. And the fact that her sister found her- is heartbreaking. You know that has, like, lived with her her entire life. Yeah. And this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like, the disrespecting of, like, r- remains, human remains, I feel like is one of the most heinous things a person can do. Especially like that. Like, isn't there... There's is there laws. a specific charge against disgracing human remains. I think there is now. Uh, I should Probably know this. not back then. I worked at a funeral home. I should know this. But that's what makes, like, certain cases, like, when serial killers or, like, killers in general, like, dismember bodies, that's mm-hmm. what makes it, like, I don't want to say so much worse, but... Yeah. A lot more disrespectful to the victims. 
Oh my gosh, just like let her rest in peace. I felt so bad. That's terrible. I'm trying to figure out the law right and now. And also, she died from tuberculosis. When her when she died, her body wasn't in good shape to begin with. Like tuberculosis victims did not look too hot when they went. No. So like after all that, like oh my gosh. Yep. It was she was probably in such rough shape. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did find the law for the state of Arizona. Okay. Crimes against the dead, classification A. It is unlawful for a person without authority of law or as normally required to store, prepare, disinfect, or embalm a dead human body according to the standards of the practice of the funeral industry to mutilate a dead body. So it is against the law. Okay. Like, officially. Like. Also, crimes against the dead. Like, that could be a metal album, Peace and Love. It just sounds really good. sick. Yeah, hold on. Let's start a metal band, too, while we're at it. <laughs> We've been great. <laughs> Just get all of our. Can you out. imagine us touring? No, <laughs> I can barely go to a concert. Exactly, imagine performing a we concert. We would just sit on the stage, crisscross applesauce, screaming. screaming into the microphones, just headbanging. Yeah. I feel like they'd be into it. They'd be like, you know what? They're trying. We could even keep the chronic pain and paranoia. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, they'd love us. We'd be so unhinged, <laughs> just like this yes. episode. I think this was a good topic to start with. I think so, too. Hopefully everyone else liked it, too. Should we try to choose a word for next week while we're here? Sure. I'm just going to pull up a random word generator. Okay. You really met the assignment today. (laughs) Thank you. So the word that came up was smoke. Smoke. Okay. Do with that what you will. Okay. (laughs) That might be hard. All right. We'll figure something out. We'll figure it out. Well, look out for next week's episode, Smoke. Um, if I don't beg Emily to change it later on. We'll figure it out. It's fine. It's an idea. Yeah. We'll see. We'll work off of that. But thank you everyone for joining us. I hope you had a good time. <laughs> I hope you didn't throw up and may see that you weren't listening. Yeah. I feel like she can get away with the first half. But maybe after the whole body mutilation, yeah, like human doll situation, that will give her nightmares. Yeah, that's not good. I hope y'all kept your stomachs this episode. <laughs> um, I would apologize, but I really like to tell that story, so I'm not gonna apologize. It was a good one. It was a good story for the theme, especially. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Thanks for listening. Um, plug in your heating pads, um, take your meds, stay spooky, stay spooky, and we'll see you next time. See ya. Bye. Bye.